Hi, welcome to Wildcats in the Podcast. I got Spenny here. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is a special episode, or you might think of it as a less special episode because there's no musical this week. Aww. But it'll be back next week. We're just taking a little bit of a pause from that to kick start our new segment, Days of Being Wild, where we go album by album through our discography and discuss them. So this week is our first two albums, a two-for-one, Pigskin Party and Miner's Plight. We're going to go deep dive in them, and then we're all going to get me and Spencer and Tim and Charlie are going to give our top three opening tracks from albums throughout all of Wildcats' discography. It's really fun. We're hoping that you enjoy this sort of uh, new format, new thing that we're doing. It's not going to be every week, but it'll be some weeks. Yeah, and so will you. So please listen. <laughs> Put your headphones on and get grooving. Let your body go and get moving. Get your feet up off the ground. Raise your arms, wave them around. Ten times Wildcats is a whole lot. It's a well-known back Wildcats where I crack a smile, pass it around. Dicks, <laughs> you make me sick. The listeners, i.e., the people I love, the pain I feel because every day I look in the mirror, I think about you, the listeners. <laughs> you remind me of what I love about Wildcats that you just can't have enough of our music. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to Wildcats and the Podcast. <laughs> Hooray! Hey, Hooray. special episode today. Special episode. Special episode. Do you know what makes this episode special, Charlie? No. <laughs> oh. Yes, Charlie, you do. You were supposed to know this. Well, oh. there's, there's. I'll let you know, Charlie. There's no musical on this episode. Oh gosh. What? I know that can make all kinds of people feel all kinds of ways, but I hope today it makes you feel fine. And today. I guess not. I guess it doesn't make him feel fun. Today's the first episode of Days of Being Wild, which is our special show where we go album by album, starting in the beginning of our discography, and we review those albums. We go track by track, and we review them, and we talk about them. And if that sounds like something you want to hear, then, oh my gosh, wait, you're already listening to it. Critically nostalgic and deeply analytical. Here we go. And then later, we are going to reveal, each of us, our top three opening tracks from Wildcats albums. It'll be an all-out drag-out. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Let's hop right up into... Let's hop, let's hop up. Let's, wait, let's get hopped up. No, thank you, Adam. Why not? No, right, I think drugs are you. safe. I think drugs are totally safe. Well, they're, all, they're all legal, I right? can't argue with that. Okay. Anywho... Days of Being Wild, uh, episode one. Wildcats and the Pigskin Party. <laughs> yeah. Followed right by right after by Wildcats and the Miner's Plight. So let's uh, let's talk about this. Um, I'll give a little background if everyone's fine with that. Yeah, yeah. We when, in episode one of this podcast that you're listening to right now, 
we briefly talked about the history of Wildcats and how we got started with Charlie's dad going to a football game. It made us want to stay home and not do that. And so instead, we decided, hey, we both play music, Charlie more so than I, but hey, we both play music and we'd be interested in doing an activity that's not just sitting on our laptops. So want to make a band? And uh, or it wasn't even want to make a band. It was just more want to make some music. So we went down to the basement and we begun. Hot shotters. Yeah. Well, if I may interject, uh, I was at the football game and <laughs> I wanted to go to the football game. And I didn't, I didn't know you guys were hanging out. Yeah, we're sorry for not hitting you up. And- it's okay. I probably would have been like, nah. <laughs> I do want to say also, real quick, uh, I, when Gucci Mane played Lollapalooza and I was live streaming it, I went and looked at the names of every single one of Gucci Mane's mixtapes. Mm. Yeah. And it it was really fun and it was very Wildcatsy and it made me realize, like, oh, Wildcats is like a band that only does mixtapes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, when we first uploaded the first album to uh, Bandcamp, one of our genres, I don't know if maybe it still is. It is, is. mixed tape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I it guess was really fun. Right after that, I went to us and I looked at the tags and I was like, "Oh, Charlie and Spencer thought of that immediately, and it took <laughs> me seven years." Yeah. Well, it's not I the speed it- of the race; it's the fact that you won. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, Charlie, Charlie, you think what? What do you think, man? Well, I was also going to say, I think like there are little elements of that that I was definitely like sort of thinking of while we were putting stuff. Like, I think intro tracks were sort of inspired by like, especially in like the late twenty aughts, there were a lot of like mixtapes would just have an intro track that was just like a beat playing and maybe the DJ yelling a little bit before the album started. And wow, interesting. I I think that's why I felt okay when we just kind of had extra recordings just going like let's put that up and call it an intro. Yeah, I mean the first the very first thing that Wildcats ever recorded the intro to Pigskin Party, which is the first album we're going to talk about. Uh, the intro is truly just a little bit of music, mostly just drumming and then yelling football, and then the song is pretty much over. So it, well, it, it does exactly. Well, let's hop right into that track. Yeah, let's hop right into intro Pigskin Party intro. Um, Let me so Pigskin it. Party yeah. intro, yeah, it's honestly that's that makes sense with uh, Spencer with what you just said, Charlie. Let me hear it. <laughs> the, uh, Let me hear the, it. The rap mixtape intros. That's exactly what we achieved. Uh, I and didn't I wonder- know that that you were trying to maybe move us in that direction but hey well i don't think i was then i don't even know i was listening back to the intro because in my head uh i thought intro tracks were always like just testing out how all the instruments sounded as like a sound check of a recording and maybe we just went to the mics and instead of going like test we sang football and then like (laughs) harmonized on football but we did that which just feels like why did we do that like (laughs) it it feels like there's a little more to it than just a sound check but right clearly it was just a sound check 
Maybe a little more or a lot less. I can't tell. Sure. <laughs> well, and it's also probably just like more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Hear it all together. Hear how the, all the instruments sound together. And it's easier just to do a little song. But like maybe that was one of those things that wasn't solidified on Pigskin Party. That yeah. like by one or two albums in, that became more of a thing. Mm. Okay. How do you guys feel about the song? How do I feel about intro? intro. Pigskin um, Party intro. Essential. It's just kind of drums and guitar and football. Yeah. It's essential. <laughs> football. It's very yeah. raw. And it makes me want to play sports, so it, it gets it. <laughs> it gets its point across, and it serves its purpose. So I, I enjoy this song immensely. It's it's nice, you know. It's it's good that it's uh, the first album by Wildcats is about football, and the very first lyric spoken in all of Wildcats history is, in fact, football. I mean, it's hard to judge it because there was no line at that point. There was no watermark or anything like that. But like, it's funny, mm-hmm. but. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and go like, yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, and I think there's yeah. a, ultimately forgettable. I think it's good. Yeah, and I think there's like, a clear it's like a real reason. piece of shit. Yeah, no, there's I a, n- never listened to it. <laughs> there's a clear reason I made it a like invisible track on Bandcamp <laughs> that comes with the download of the album. Well, we will see how much that logic holds up when we get to some later songs. Yes. Definitely. I feel like the main reason is that it wasn't one of the titled tracks. Yeah, there are definitely many other songs. I'm sorry. Uh, No, I was just saying there's definitely many other songs I'd like to make invisible. Can I add one thing that I remember the thing I forgot from earlier, which is if these albums will hopefully be on Spotify and Apple Music and stuff by the time this episode comes out, but if they aren't, you can check them out on Bandcamp. And some of these hidden tracks we're talking about, like this intro song, might require downloading the file in order to hear them. That is right. wildcats.bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, we've got to talk about... Was we've, We'll get to this later. Tim right, has, we move Tim on has, to the next Tim has track? something he's trying, to, he's trying to get out. Tim, tell I, uh, us. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, after we discuss this album, you know, listeners, you may not find this album anywhere, because we might destroy... The evidence. Ooh, albums Science. cannot be created nor destroyed. So, <laughs> all right, then. I guess we're not making <laughs> albums right, let's not spend Five minutes on every single track, cool. especially yeah. intro pigskin party. Good idea. Great First idea. day of school, track two. First day of school, uh, quintessential Wildcat song. It's... Definitely the first Wildcat song I heard. Yeah. Um, yeah. It will always have a special place in my heart. It's. It, I think it's. Uh, it's fun. Uh, we we this is one of the first songs we, or I guess this the song we wrote the lyrics to, right, Charlie? Yeah. So especially these first couple of songs I was listening to today don't follow like the Wildcats formula really at all. Like first day of school, we wrote down the verses, we wrote all of the music, and just did it in one take. Like right. we were just. At this point, we were just like, let's make an album. Let's write songs. Let's not work too hard on it because we have 25 songs to do. Yeah. 16 or whatever. Yeah. But we did put a level of effort into this song. I like the turn from the intro guitar to the like real verse guitar like it starts out kind of you can't figure out what key it's in if it's major or minor but then when it goes to the first full chord such a great turn yeah it's a great song i know trevor listens to this song on the first day of every school year he's had since this song came out (laughs) Uh, we used to play this one live when we 
did the two live shows we've done. (laughs) This song's definitely very charming. I think, like, that's the thing about these albums is, like, there's a lot of things, obviously, that could be better about them recording-wise or whatever, but, like, there is a really great charm that sometimes shines through on these albums. The first day of school is one of the best examples of that, I think. I agree. Um, Let's move on to Pep Rally. Song, well, technically song two, but uh, including intros, song three. Um, Pep Rally is an interesting one. This also breaks the normal Wildcats formula in that we did, it's kind of like overdubbed. So we recorded... Sorry, I like that uh, Spencer's commentary is panned hard left. (laughs) Is it? Uh, That's what I'm hearing in my headphones right now. Interesting. Uh, I'll work on that. Not... Not you right now, Spencers. You on Pep Rally. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, like your I commentary. I thought you were talking like, about my audio right now. No, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, pl- I'm playing the songs as we're talking about all oh, of them. Oh, great. And so with you being like, here we go, it's the team, they're coming up. For the first, like, 20 seconds, you're only in the left ear, and then it just switches to both. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. That's, and is it? That's the Wildcats way. Is it still, like, the weird distorted voice while it goes to both channels? I don't know. Like, the fake intercom? Because I'm just trying to no. remember. No, it isn't. Okay, so it goes to, it's like when we're doing the cheerleading, it's in both ears? Yeah, but also, like, most of him saying, they're going to come through and we're going to win. It's the Wildcats tonight versus the Bowler Bombs. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. most of that sounds exactly the same as the cheer. Okay, for me today, it kind of sounded... <laughs> Like that part, I had put a like radio effect on to make it sound like. I will also say there's a crazy mystery with the mic we used to use of just like how it plays on different speakers. Like these two albums, if I play, I could with these when they came out. If I played them on like my laptop speakers out loud, the vocals were gone. Mm. (laughs) I remember (laughs) that. If I did it in headphones, I could hear them. I remember that. Um, let's yeah. move on from Pep Rally. Let's move to Good Day for problem. Practice. Also, real quick, that's the song where you named the band. That Oh, that is true. That's important uh, Important to note. Um, it's a fun song, but, it, you know... It, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it at all. Um, I think okay, that... Okay. Yeah, wild. I don't know why I was going for Wildcats. I don't know why I said Bowler Bombs. I was thinking of Bowling Green... Kentucky, uh, honestly. Way to go, Spencer. All right, track four, good day for practice. Oh, man. Good day for practice. This one, I think, is like a sublime, beautiful piece of music. Yeah. I think, like, I don't know. kind of you to say, Adam. Today, like, the first three tracks on this album, not counting the intro, just, like, put me in such a nice mood. Uh, (laughs) First day for school's, like, a classic. Pepperelli is, like, weird hard to listen to but like has a lot of energy and good day for practice is such a nice vibe like i think we did a surprisingly good job at the beginning of this album it's all like weird and lo-fi and crackly yeah it's it's got that snap crackle pop it was like before that was popular you know kind of paved the way it's a really nice song the audience is hearing it right now and they agree yeah uh Again, if they don't, I don't like it, but <laughs> let us know. Let's, let's tell us about it. Um, I, I really hate You've some of my early vocals. You've got to admit it's so funny. Yeah, it, it's definitely it's it's very silly. I just I, I hate a lot of my early vocals. Uh, I think it, an interesting thing about like this song and like early Wildcats in general 
is how much more, uh, like, because there was just one or two albums out, so many more of our friends would listen to them and right. know the songs. And so, like, have favorite songs that I wouldn't expect. Like, I'm pretty sure my friend David at college, Good Day for Practice was one of his favorite songs. Man. And is that the one that we had him sing when we played live at Oberlin, or was it Napping at Halftime? I think it was Good Day for Practice. It was Good Day for Practice. Yeah. And it was just, like, very interesting because... None of these songs are as good as like a deep cut on a later album, but when we're putting out one album a month, just like my friends from college don't keep as good of a track they, on yeah. what I'm putting out. No one's going to keep up with that. I mean, even people within Wildcats that aren't on certain albums don't listen to the new album every month and know all the songs. So it's far yeah. too much to ask of, of random you know friends and stuff. Uh, do you guys want to move it's on to Ghosts? The nature of the Beast. That's true. Yeah. Do you okay, guys yeah. Move on Let's to Ghosts definitely in the Locker Room. Next track, <laughs> this song the number is of the so beast. funny. <laughs> yeah. It, it is like both one of my favorite and least favorite Wildcats songs. <laughs> it's so insane. So this song, a big factor of it is Spencer and I switched microphones before this song because we were rotating stations. And so... I had Spencer's mic sound checked much louder than my mic because I sing louder than Spencer on average. So then I come in singing like really loud anyway into a very gainy mic and there was no way to change any of the levels in post. So We, we recorded everything on one track, right? Yeah. Well, that's a very so. classic dynamic. You know, you got hot and you got cold. And I think people like really a, oh wow like respond well to that. Yang, yeah. Now yin and yang is yeah. like if the song was shitty and then there's a good part in the song. I think okay. hot and cold. Sorry, is Spencer. Like, it's really not. It's yin really yin. not yin and yang. I, it's hot and cold, and I'm certain it is. I realize my mistake. I'm sorry, Tim. It's, a, it's no problem at all. I just want to make sure the listeners know the difference between sure. hot. This is a fun cold. song because. I, this is maybe one of the Wildcat songs I reference the most because if you just uh, I, I don't eh, maybe I'll just not play this whole song if I like just way too loudly saying who's in here <laughs> it's so much fun it it's, is great it's so quiet it's, it, it's such a great tricky it's about a ghost so it like definitely tricks you into getting scared because all the instruments are so quiet to be <laughs> and then, and then you'll turn this it up and Charlie just, just say, Who's in here? This is only for the football players. When they so say, loud. When they say so like, funny. on the internet, like, rest in peace headphone users, that, that this song is, like, perfect for that. Like, <laughs> is it you, actually that loud? It, it's really, like, jarring. <laughs> like, I think aggressive. I've listened to that song, but never gotten to that point, because I've always been like, oh, that's a song. And I skipped to the next yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> it's brutal, like actually. Um, all right, so oh, when the fans come marching in, classic. <laughs> what a great title! Such a That's funny a really title. Good title. <laughs> I also love that it's track six. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's like, the number of the beast. The, I'm sorry, the match has not started. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is something we'll come back to on a miner's plight. Yes, <laughs> certainly. I, I love that aspect. A similar aspect on miner's plight. But yeah. It's very funny. Um, yeah. 
trying to think of how the song sounds in my head because I'm not listening to the song as we go. Um, I'm just reading the lyrics now. Well, when you were writing the song, were you thinking, like when you said when the mar- when the fans come With marching in, are the fans saints or sinners? Ooh. Oh, wow. Or, well, in my mind there were winners because they were getting to see the game. Um, now that I'm reading the lyric, I remember Here Come the Fans with all their plans. I know the song sounds like this. Oh, they had plans, so that kind of sounds like they were sinners, because si- a sinning man is a man with a plan. Yeah, but <laughs> idle hands are the devil's plaything. It's true. Damn. Caught between these two? This song is nothing. This song is... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I was initially warm to this song when I was talking. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, this song's great. No, it's not. It's shit. Let's move on. I would uh, never hot, listen to it. Yeah. Hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, fuck that song. Moving on. Uh, hot dogs. Hot dogs is not only the longest song on this album, it's Wildcats' first instrumental song. That's true. Mm. And, That's... like, we don't do another instrumental song until, like... For a while. Yeah. Pokemon? Pokemon? We still We've all, done surprisingly do few. Many. Yeah. I, yeah... I like that we don't do them anymore. Yeah. Vocals is one of the things when you tell someone you have, like, an improvised band, like, they would expect jamming, not like, oh, no, we improvise all the lyrics, like, and we try and put verse-chorus structure in and stuff, and often fail, but, yeah. yeah. It's like, eh. The words. But Hot Dogs is a really nice vibe. I think it works great on this album. Yeah, I think I think it's a good one. I don't mind it, if we do an improv song with, like, one every 90 songs. I think it's all right. Well, I mean, it's yeah, just but I feel like, why would I not candy. start singing? Words right. are yeah, the true. candy yeah. of the ears, and we need words to fill the bellies of the children. Wow, <laughs> well said. That's well deep. said. It's the yin and yang of music. <laughs> it's the hot and cold <laughs> treats. The good is the oh, words, the candy, and the music yeah. is like vegetables for the ears. Yeah. And All right. So popped corn. Popped corn. Uh, this song I would consider lukewarm. Hmm. Well, I would consider that popcorn pretty fucking warm. Uh, I think popcorn is one of the more charming bar. songs on the album. <laughs> it's weird because it's very dirgy, but it is kind of charming. Like Being said. lukewarm doesn't yeah, make it's it also bad. a minute and a half, yeah. which is okay for a little, like, oh, like the weird dirgy no negative one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and the fact Just that it's called popped corn. Uh, yeah, lukewarm nice. means it's stable. It's a stable popcorn song, and it's nothing too out there, but it's also not playing too safe. Tim has definitely listened to the album. <laughs> what? I know. I love the vibe of popcorn. I definitely imagine like like a ten-year-old kid being like. I'm a fucking badass. Yeah, give me some popcorn. Right yeah. <laughs> it's so Don't just like, yeah, I want a little popcorn. It's very funny. I yeah. like it. Yeah. It's it's the dirtiest song on this album, I think. I think it? it's it says porn, which is oh, okay. I think the I mean, harshest yeah. language on this album. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's an incredible point. <laughs> Oh wait, no, no, no! Uh, you're beautiful. <laughs> oh yeah, swears. True. Okay. I do love. Okay, we're getting into here come the rivals. Yeah. Thirty-eight <laughs> seconds Ooh. of. Sounds like shit. Noisy like... harsh shit. Yeah. I have no opinions about this one because I've only listened to five seconds of it to this day. At... Damn, we should have just listened like... to thirty-three more, and you would have heard the whole thing. <laughs> but 
I just wanted to see what the next one was like and had no desire going back. The last this little bit of it is really fun. <laughs> well, we're definitely going to play the whole thing on this second because... Yeah. Yeah, there's like little like, now's my woo, like 38 woo, seconds woo. that are pretty funny. I, so I think it's really funny that as soon as the rivals finally what get to the stadium, <laughs> you guys yeah. launch into two unrelated covers <laughs> <laughs> halfway through the album. Well, yeah, because they because they got to get ready for the game, but we don't actually know what they're doing in their locker room. So, right. like we're just kind of you know like oh let's just play some covers. <laughs> You're, you, you, you guys are getting ready in the locker room. There's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> you know. All this stuff. Logical steps. But um, it is fun because, like, being on the football team is more than about playing on the field. It's about going to school no, like with your Letterman jacket on. It's de- that's definitely yeah. correct. And I think also, like, maybe as both the non-football players, a very big part of going to a football game was just, like, not really paying attention to a game while, like, a major pop song was playing loudly. <laughs> <laughs> for sure I do remember that being a big thing in going again I went to a lot of football games in high school and uh I remembered like man Barrington uh, our school sucks the the friend school when you go there it's like a party and everyone's <laughs> listening to that zombie ooh, song and it's getting really crazy and they won and I was like it's because of the music the music man we don't have the music and that's <laughs> And that's a, I think and that's, that's a secret why to a lot of Charlie teams. and Spencer made this album. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's all about the music, man. Uh, let's move all on right. to Should we move the two on covers. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. beautiful, Charlie. Why did we do this? Because I think you could. <laughs> I think because you could play it on guitar. Yeah. So at around <laughs> this time, I remember I slept over at Tim's house with Adam and learned to play this song on guitar. Right. Uh, I just like I was just like goofing around on tab websites and singing songs <laughs> with easy chords. You were yeah. like, those tab sites. Sort of make... I think, like, the idea was to make Adam and Tim no, yeah. laugh, but yeah. it didn't. <laughs> it did. I, don't, I feel like it did, because I remember it was funny that you wouldn't know how the sing, singing went. You would just look up <laughs> just the chords and play them and just, like, look at the lyrics and sing them however you wanted. <laughs> this one, you definitely, like, knew the song and knew how it went. There's a good joke at the beginning of this song, though. Oh, I agree. So, I'm, you know, I, I think that some people within the band get kind of upset when we do covers. I fucking love them. I think it's hilarious to randomly cover songs sometimes. Uh, Put it on Spotify and get paid for those listens. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's all about, man. It's all I love money. when we cover other Wildcat songs. That's Yeah, that's good, too. That has happened. We have done it. Uh, let's move on to a less funny yeah. cover, Josephine. Uh, Josephine is a song by the band The Magnetic Fields. Um, at the time, 2011, I was super obsessed with them. Uh, I still love them, but not actively caring about them. Uh, it was a song, much like Charlie, that I kind of knew how to play, uh, even though I couldn't <laughs> play it and sing it, and Charlie didn't know the lyrics, so we had to... Well, we pre-recorded me playing the part right yeah the guitar because the guitar just repeats the the same thing throughout the entire song and we uh, might have looped it we did loop it yeah yeah we we, we the s- looped it 
Did, did you do something weird with the singing? Because in my headphones right now, it sounds insane. <laughs> yeah, we did. We, uh, there's something going on. Yeah, there's yeah. Sounds, there's definitely weird effects on It sounds like a crazy, like, stereo flanger, like, going yeah. in and out of both my ears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Psychedelic. definitely I did that. It's, <laughs> like, for very few people on Earth to enjoy. And there's also, because I think on the same track as Spencer's vocals is me doing, like, auxiliary percussion, which was, like, ripping apart a soda can. A sprite can, wasn't it? A sprite can, it was. Ripping apart a sprite can. Yeah, so that's... It's funny how how not far that is to something like the first track on Cars with the Stereo Watch. You're like, I'm just going to take this hammer and this uh, homemade acoustic bass and, like, add some extra percussion. Yeah, I I also ripped up a sprite can on that. Amazing. <laughs> well, there are a lot of like discarded soda cans in your basement. It's probably a lot that yeah. I have left down there. Shall we move on to fourth down, fourth down, fourth down, fourth down? Hell yeah. Okay, this song's called Fourth Down. It's track number twelve. Starts with the lyrics playing football with yeah. our feet. Yep. <laughs> this song is very forgettable to me. I don't like it. Anyone have any other thoughts? Yeah, I feel uh, like... Go ahead. Or I just... I think your thought's going to be more interesting. No way. Okay. It's a very, like... I feel like it's a very, like, weird type of, like, guitar riff that I would probably play a lot freshman or sophomore year of high school that's just, like... Or college that's just, like, dissonant but not, like, fun. Yeah. I, I can see that. It's, it's a song that exists. It's sort of, you know, it's a song that sort of fills space. And it's a minute and a half long, so it was over quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pain, painless. All right. Much. Now for <laughs> someone's least... Is it Spencer, is this your least favorite Wildcat song? I, I think, honestly, I re-listened to this today, and I'm now thinking, now that we are at about a thousand songs... There are songs that I don't that I like less than the Referee Blues. I'm I'm a little softer on this song now than I used to be for sure. But okay, for well, for a good. long time, I yes, never thought it was my, like hands down worst. For a long time, my my least favorite. Yeah, it is like definitely like near like the least valuable. Like I don't know what <laughs> yeah. it offers. There are songs that have more negatives than this song, but right. this song gives so little. But what it's surprised just like a, me when I listened to it again today is you actually did a really nice job with the with the vocals. Um, I mean, the guitar is, is very, you know, just bluesy and like the standard 12-bar blues. Is that what they call that? Yeah. 12-bar uh, bluesy, but your, your, your vocals are actually quite good. Um, so it's, it's, it's definitely more enjoyable than I ever thought it was. I think I, I almost <laughs> just never returned to it because of the idea of it made me so mad. But it's, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's still like a it's, D plus song. Yeah. But it's no napping at halftime. That's true. Sweet, sweet napping at halftime. Track 14. A beauty of a song. I love this song. Uh, I still play this riff all the time. This was a, obviously a riff that I came into this recording with uh, that I played a lot, and I, I still play it when I get my hands on a stringed instrument to this day. Uh, it's just so peaceful, um, in my mind, at least. And I love I love your lyrics on this song. Now we're halfway through the football game. Yeah. Uh, we're at <laughs> halftime. At track 14. Classic. <laughs> if you need to sleep. This is the time. Yeah. Um, but make sure you wake up to see the rest of the game. Honestly, if we're just going to move on to track 15 quick, 
I think this sure. song is way worse than Referee Blues. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I think I think this song, like, Referee Blues was only sort of on my radar because it was like, oh, okay, I, I remember that was just like a boring-ass blues song, but, like, I think I just so skipped over definitely gonna win the game that, like, it wasn't even a factor in my least favorite songs, but it should have been because it's so fucking terrible. <laughs> like, I hate it so much. Yeah. It's really rough. Yeah. Definitely Don't listen to it. Gonna win. That's more melodic <laughs> than what I even end up singing. And we're definitely gonna win the game. It's just so bad. <laughs> but... But if we move on to track 16, out comes the ringer. That's where it all gets. This one's weird. I know I like somehow programmed the keyboard part into the keyboard and got it to try to play on a loop. Wait, that's a programmed part? You That wasn't you playing that? I wrote it and I play it like half of the time and then I figured out how to like get the keyboard to record it and play it on loop. <laughs> So that way I could, like, do anything else. But then it just fucks everything up. So, like, when the rhythm gets off, some of the times, it's because no one is playing it and the keyboard is playing it. I was, I was oh, saying, oh, the rhythm is holding up pretty nicely. And then I then I was like, oh, never mind. I was going to say, because it, it, it sounds like it's, you know, it, it is in four, but it's, like, it, with an extra beat. And it sounds really weird. But then it sort of evens out once the drums come in and it stays in season four but it's like it, it does have that extra beat at the beginning i think because of the weird looping thing the yeah. and then it has the da-da-da-da-da-da. instead of you know it, it's weird but i love the song I think it's great. your vocals I feel like it's funny insane. that no one has done that since do the record <laughs> function on your keyboard and actually use that maybe I, you've done it but like i never even knew it was a thing i know i recently played with that function I don't know if it was during a Wildcats recording session or just, like, me goofing around at my house. Wow. Oh, I've I've done a pre-recorded loop I just set up on a, a machine pad on Hall of Coin. That was a different device. Yeah, it was a different device. That's right. You're a sickening dick. <laughs> yeah, Like, there's plenty of stuff where we've recorded loops and played them over and over. All right, so this next song... Yeah. My mem like the way this song feels to me in my memory is like one of the greatest Wildcat songs. Like first day of school and this song are like the two songs from this album that never went away in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very surprising to me that it is five and a half minutes. It you think it's longer than you thought or yeah. shorter? I don't I definitely like do not remember five and a half minutes of stuff. Is it because of the sketch at the beginning? It's probably because partly in yeah. No, that's probably what I remember most. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Um, I love We Want. I think it's a great song. Like, I don't think re- really not much happened. Like, I feel Does like it- we pretty much did everything that happens in this song in our compressed version at the beginning of our demo of Farfetch. Oh, it's beautiful. It's so like, I think We Want just like goes on and on. And, like, and I think it drops out and then comes back in. Like a little faster. Like the, we won, we won, we won, we won, we won, we won. It's a pretty peaceful song. Oh, and then it also just like grows into this crazy roar at the end. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's like peaceful and it grows. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's great. It's a great, great ending to the album. Great official ending to the album. Now we get into the bonus to- tracks, of which yeah. there are two. Yeah. 
and they're two different types of bonus track. True. One is one doesn't say it's a bonus track. It was just made secret because it's stupid. Yes, silence. So Xmas or Christmas. So if I remember what we did, we wanted to do bonus track after party going to state, but like in a very in like a classic album bonus track type thing, like on a CD, we wanted to have like some silence at the end of the album before you heard the bonus oh. track. Yeah. And we decided it would be fun to record the silence. Yeah. And <laughs> this five-minute track of us making noise is was supposed so, to be us being quiet. Yeah. So, you, so what you decided to do is like, oh, we just made this big album. We need this some silence. Let's just hit record and sit absolutely still and not make noise for five minutes. And you just failed? Yes. Which adds up. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think we knew we were... Or, like, when we started making noise... We enjoyed it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you decided instead to have fun. I, what I had Which envisioned... Is the premise was so Breaking goofy. the rules never felt so good. It's sad that, like... Because, like, obviously those, like, wait a long time secret track at the end of the CD songs, like, those are really cool. Hello. But, like, I wish you could still do secret pre-roll tracks where, like, yes. there were some CDs where, like, it would start, but then if you rewound, there was yeah. extra stuff at the beginning Amazing. that wouldn't come up. Why can't so you do that funny. anymore? Why can't you? I don't it's know if you just could. digital MP3s. I mean, like, you could if you released a CD. All right, last track. Bonus, Bonus track, track after hey, party so going uh, to state. Um, yeah. It's a little sketch. A little sketch for the true fans that made it to the end of the I album. I thought I was going to get tackled. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you downloaded it to get the secret song. how they were rewarded. Oh, how they were do, are, do any of the jokes hold up? Uh, um, Look at this party. Did anyone listen to this song today? I didn't. I did. I, I did too, but I, I don't, honestly. Like, I was <laughs> half asleep in my bed. Like, I don't know if there's <laughs> I jokes. did, but I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't remember. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. Well, near the end of that know. song, it very much so facilitates a team. Yeah. A camaraderie so in the locker room or on the bus yeah. or in the parking lot under the moonlight all going going to state two months ago yeah and yeah. then when they all go I didn't know any of you guys hey. Spencer also sets up that we're all brothers. And like we were secret brothers and our parents uh, didn't let us know. The whole team now, was brothers. God, it's a poor choice, but I said it, so. Might be a good movie. So it's fun, like, in later stuff, we have tried to to say that, like, the Wildcats went to this high school, and there's different ways you can look at, like, were we the football team and the band? But my favorite way to look at it is that, like, the football team is an official thing with the school, and we were the official high school band, so we were also called the Wildcats. <laughs> uh, that's good. I don't think I've ever heard you say that to me. <laughs> I think I think that's my favorite reading too, and yeah, like because there's the Bowler Bombs band as well that is as true. the Bowler yeah. Bombs football right. team. And like at the Battle of the Bands, it's just like a football game. It's 
the schools have to play each other in battles of the bands. I love that. Yeah. All right, closing thoughts on this album. We, does anyone have any last things they want to say about Pigskin Party overall as an album or anything like that? I just want to say I'm proud of us for doing it. I think it's a great little album. It's got a lot of weird little twists and surprises. It's not, it's not boring. Uh, it's fun. I think it's a great album. I think that we kicked things off uh, strongly. I don't know. What about you guys? A fun. I've got. A, I've had. I this is a fresh idea. I just had it looking at the album art. Yeah. And I had. I had this idea. Think looking at the album art, and then I think. I. It probably applies to the album as well, and probably to Wildcat. Or maybe not to Wildcats now, but like maybe back then. Right. I was thinking about the album art, and I was like, Oh, should I ask Charlie to like explain something about the album art? And then I was like, No, clearly that album art is just like. What the album art will be for this album if you choose not to make any decisions. <laughs> and I kind of I kind of think that's what the album is too. It's like what if you made an album and you didn't think about it? You just made it and you did not make really any hard or strong decisions. You just did it. That, that this so is what you get. Not, Honestly, not just a lack of or not just overly being indecisive or having indecision, making no possible decisions at all. And being, like, as lazy and getting it done as fast as possible. Mm. Like, this yeah. album art especially is just, like... Yeah. <laughs> those hearts are pre- were there because we used Photo Booth to, to take those pictures, and, and those are, like, a filter you can sure. use yeah. in Photo Booth. Like, maybe Pigskin Party is what literally anyone would have done if they decided to also to do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like obviously, like some like things about like how we're not how everyone is different go into it, but it is just so the like it's very la- lazy. There's two covers. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's I don't understand <laughs> why there aren't many more things. Why everyone doesn't have some form of a wildcats, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Should we move on to Munch Plate? Or does well, else have a final I have thought? a thought of the album. Uh, it's chaotic, but naturally beautiful. Oh my god. That's nice, Tim. Thank you. But Thank also, you, some songs are really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I agree. But Minor Plight, that's a different story. Alright, let's close the book on Pigskin Party and move on to Minor's Plight. Minor's Plight, I think, really has a little more creativity and expression in it than Pigskin Party does. Yeah, I think uh, this, so this, let's give a little background on Minor's Plight first. Charlie and I, we really loved doing Pigskin Party. So we decided to record another album of the same sort the following day. So we returned to the basement at Charlie's house, and we recorded our second album in 24 hours, The Miner's Plight. And it's M-I-N-O-R for the listeners. And well, he- <laughs> and track one is I Am A Miner, E-R. <laughs> E-R, mm-hmm. yes. This is, a, this is an album about children uh, and miners. Yeah, but... The thing is, I don't know if you guys realize this, but this I do like this album a lot. And uh, in almost any game where I could make a character that just exists like an NPC in a video game, I always have a character that if he can wear a miner hat, I name him Miner Miner. He's a mi- <laughs> minor or miner. How many games can you make an NPC? <laughs> a lot. Sims. And that allow you to put a miner's hat. Yeah. Sims. You can just uh, add NPCs to this game and leave them there. I yeah, feel like Sims. In, in your Skyrim, world, Tim, Fallout there are probably 4. plenty of games that you can do that <laughs> Fallout 4, one of my favorite uh, settlers in my settlement is Miner Miner. Oh, and he carries around a pickaxe. That's true. Like management games, like Sims yeah. and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that's Sims. true. That's true. Sorry we doubted you. 
It's okay. I, I mean, doubted you. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's the world's fault. That's true. Okay. It's the world's fault for not having more games like each other. But I like I Am Minor. I like the key keyboards in this one. Yeah, let's talk about I Am a Minor. Track one, oh. I Am a Minor. Classic um, opening track. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, We've sang this. We did this one live, too. It's fantastic. Yeah, and my college band, Leave Me Alone Mom, used to cover this song live. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And That's awesome. I, I didn't know that. I spent a good amount of time trying to see if I could find any like live videos of us doing it, and I couldn't. Damn. But it was something. I know we played it once in a like in the gym at the college, and for the keyboards, I like had my computer and used musical typing on my computer amazing uh, because i didn't have a midi keyboard and like (laughs) it was going through an amp and like similarly like weird and dingly and in the reverb of the gymnasium it was just like insane to have just like (laughs) that sounds so much fun were there people in the gym with you that you didn't know yeah, no, it was like a big show. Like it was, and it was like we were playing like a college event. Oh, I like, thought okay. Were, I thought you guys were just like in a gym where people were working out. Oh, playing, no. sitting in the corner playing minor, minor. <laughs> I am a minor. All right, let's play a quick, fun little game. What is better, first day of school or I am a minor? I am a minor. Ah, uh, uh, that's hands so down tough. for me. There's one thing that really hurts. I am a minor for me, which is mm-hmm. the. Amount I'm aping, my name is Jonas, <laughs> yeah. and I'm a minor. I think I like First Day of School more, just because I think it's like a little happier and chiller. I listen to First Day of School more, but I think I might like I Am a Minor more. But I also really like My Name is Jonas. One, so. <laughs> <laughs> the version we played live, was there a part where we all held... I am a minor, and every, it was like a contest in the band to see who could hold the note on minor longest. And yeah. then when the last person gave up, we came back in really heavy. Is that how? I, I think that sounds right. That sounds real to me. I will say, I guess, I guess maybe I am a minor is comparing the two recordings. I think I like first day of school more, but I think like if these two songs were on our most recent album and they were done, how we would do them now, and there was more parts and everything. I think I'm a minor would probably be more interesting. First day of school is very like right. dude with a guitar kind of. For sure. Yeah. Alright, should we move on? Cold day in the mines? Can I say one yeah. thing about I'm a minor on first day of school? Yeah. You've got it. It's with the my name is Jonas thing. I feel like first day of school also has like a weird, like weasery vibe to it. Yeah. I I can agree with that. I was listening today and I think like even like the very I feel like it's got a little like islands in the sun and like there's a way I like yell one line which reminds me of say it isn't so, say it ain't so or whatever <laughs> yeah which is so weird because I've never listened to a Weezer album really I don't think so That's I think I'm like only I only know the Weezer hits right and it's so weird to me that I wasn't even like learning to play uh, my name is Jonas on guitar in the way I was learning you're beautiful right. but for some reason I just like <laughs> did all this Weezer shit on these albums are you aware or were you aware that my name is Jonas also mentions a foreman in it or no no wow okay well that's interesting I have a riff on uh, at the end of the next album Gender Buddies that I always think of as my Weezer riff but we'll get to that <laughs> later yeah should we, should we go on to Cold Day in the Mines? Cold Day in the Mines. 
Go ahead. Yeah. Does this song offer anything to you guys? I love this song. We, I think it's a really nice vibe. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. It's a pretty song, kind of. And I think Spencer does some like cool lyric stuff. Like the lyrics are cool, and I think like the high school sweethearts and football games are memories that fade away. Like this is the first time Wildcats is overly self-referential, and it's song two on album two. Right. And, and also, this might I be think the first that's... song. Sorry, this might be the first song that we sing together. Is that is that correct? Do we sing together at any point on Pigskin Party? I don't think we do. I don't know. We do sing it together on Cold, the end of Cold Day in the Mines, though. I mean, don't you? Do we? Football. Don't you guys yeah. both? Damn. Okay. I think it happens <laughs> the like intro. a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because back then we I had. Guess so. I don't know. Back, we won, back. we won, we won, we won, we won, we won, we won. Damn. All right. Cold Day in the Mines. This song fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, this song's really good. No, I love this song. It's great. I mean, about... it's good. I'll, I'm just, I'll say it's good. Okay. I'll say it's great. Well, just the thing is. <laughs> um, it's kind of like, really like Yang. Is that what you say? I really like the next track. <laughs> It's my favorite song uh, title. Uh, I guess like Cold Day in the Minds is like as good as I could say about any of these albums, which is like there is like a weird sublimity to some of them, but like they do sound you weren't taking it too seriously to record the song. They do sound very early worky. Yeah, for sure. Wildcats. For sure. It would be much better if we did it now. Okay, yeah, the next song. Ah. Tim, you love this song? Is that because you're a drummer? (laughs) It's not just that. It's just I I like. I like just whenever someone just kind of screams in a song, you know, very raw. The yeah. drums are, of course, a, a nice touch to it, but I think just the whole rawness of just the the drums stopping and then just ah, just it feels great. I have nothing else to say about ah. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's those are the things that happen. <laughs> yeah, we did it. Okay, that's uh, it. That's pretty much the whole song. Yeah. Okay, miners hate miners. Very weird. Such, Crazy. Yeah, such a weird I'm song. A, I'm kind of proud of you guys for this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a bizarre song. I mean, I guess I, I've done now that you know now that we've been making music for so many years. I, I have done songs I think like this where I'm sort of like talking, talk singing. Um, well, I would also say it's this album's popped corn. <laughs> hey, that's true. That is very true. Yeah. <laughs> reflect deeply about why (laughs) but i think i think it is like this album maybe because of i'm not gonna say the material is like drastically different or like this material is deeper than football game but like on the football album all of the lyrics i feel like your lyrics were more like grounded and down to earthy and then on this album they get very like Mm, almost like more poetic and stuff and we're talking like this out this song is like just like a big spoken word poem about a dad like abandoning his children because they hate miners (laughs) i think i honestly just cared a little bit more (laughs) like than making this album i was like oh as opposed to what we said with pigskin party where very few choices were made this is just a product of two people making music randomly this was i was like oh i like doing that activity let's do this again tomorrow i put a little bit more thought into what i was doing i guess on this album as opposed to just creating for the sake of creating i think this is a cool album in a way yeah in a in a way sure 
<laughs> I mean, in a way. <laughs> Charlie, do you ever feel like you get in your own way? Yeah, and I think Still in the Mine is an example of that. Uh, <laughs> You're in my way. I think, oh, a, a really good recent example of, uh, of a kind of popped corn miners hate minors kind of song is uh, Rats Are Gross off Into the Rat Tunnel. Mm-hmm. Very much, very much like that. I think of Rats Are Gross as much more of a Saganaki mishap. Ah, okay. Yeah, but I guess they're all, all they're all kind but of. But is Saganaki the, mishap not the, in the same vein? They're all in the kind of the Be, same. But world. the thi- I guess I don't know. It's definitely not as close. Like miners hate miners and popcorn are both just like little minery synth things and like Spencer like. Yeah. For sure. I think I think you That's very are right. Uh, I couldn't think of any other <laughs> no, no, words. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's all right. I th- I think, I think, yeah. I okay. They're closer than they are to other songs, but I mean. Yeah, I think you're right, Adam. I think you're right. Let's move on. People still in the mind. Yeah, still in the mind. I think this is this. Is, there's a lot of really funny <laughs> track titles <laughs> track on these titles. first songs. This is one of my favorite ones. Just hey, are still in the mind. It's just like th- it's literally just, just like just this album is still yeah. happening. Yeah. Just letting check it in with you. Yeah, and like song five. Right. <laughs> in case you thought we left, no, we're still down here. We didn't talk about going in the mine at all. It's just now you're aware <laughs> we, that we're we still were always in. there. Yeah. Still in the mine, we're killing time. Still in the mine, slaying yes. diamonds. Still in the mine, <laughs> at dinner time, we feast on coal and hope it turns to diamonds. And those are all the lyrics. <laughs> those are all the lyrics of that song. Dark, kind of. Still in the mind's like a pretty boring but funny song to look back on in a cute way. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Should we move on? Mm-hmm. Covered in coal dust? Covered in coal dust. Um, <laughs> do I remember? When I was listening to this song today, it was interesting because I think I'm singing it and playing drums, which right. is a bad choice for me uh, especially in 2011 right uh, but I do a better job than I would have expected it makes me feel like I got worse at drums from this point before I got like like better than I I think I'm much better than this song now but I think I'm way worse at, at drums on like some of the next couple of albums and this one is like still pretty bad right and i messed myself up singing and trying to play this beat but i tried here's what i'll say about this song it's like in these albums it's nothing special but it does just like help solidify that like this vibe is like the predominant wildcats vibe back then and I feel like it's something that like continued after this, where like I, at least maybe like before Spencer was better at following other people, we would tell we would just I, or at least I would just be like Spencer, you start, I'll follow you. And so like Spencer and Charlie defined the sound of Wildcats <laughs> a lot. Absolutely, and, like, you could totally hear it on the like the way Charlie plays keyboards and the way Charlie Spencer plays bass and guitar are like such Wildcat sounds to me, and like. They're not totally the sound of Wildcats anymore, and I always love it when it's just like, oh, cool, this sounds like old Wildcats. Yeah. It happens again. But, like, I don't know. This is one of those songs where it's just like, yes, this is, if, if you would ask me 
a few years ago, what does Wildcats sound like? I'd be like, well, covered in coal dust. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these songs, well, a lot of songs on this album kind of remind me of like um, one of my favorite bands growing up was Broken Social, uh, Broken Social Scene. I have, I'm hearing my own voice is fucking me up. Broken, <laughs> broken, broken social scene. scene. Fuck. And uh, this album kind of reminds me a lot of their earlier stuff. And also the lengths of all the songs on this album are pretty enjoyable. Yeah, no. And <laughs> absolutely great. Uh, let's, yeah. let's move on to track seven, Sparkling Diamonds. I have literally zero to say about the song because I realized that, I, th- I think today I realized that like I have maybe never listened to this song. I've <laughs> I've seen. <laughs> I, I, it's so entirely unfamiliar to me. Like I I thought the title "Sparkling Diamonds." I thought that was associated with a different song, and then I was like, "Wait a second! I've never heard any of this." So I I have nothing to say. But anyone else can say something. Uh, I don't like it at all. Mm, it's a little slow. Yeah. It- it's one of the songs, there's a couple of these which is going to be hard for a listener to like verify, but there's a couple of songs on these albums that really remind me of like pre-Wildcats similar stuff we did, like my winter term project uh, where freshman year of college I recorded a song every day for January, and like there's just like, kind of like, dumb riffs on a guitar, mm-hmm. and me singing some dumb stuff. Worth Down, I think, is also that kind of riff. Yeah. And it's just like... I think They're like, not Wildcats-y. One of the biggest... One of my biggest Wildcats enemies is Charlie's dirgy guitar riffs. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, this just sounds like all those times where I'm just like, fuck, why am I on drums? Damn. <laughs> I could have just bullied Charlie out of that riff if I was not on drums. Yeah. I feel like you like you still do sometimes like on your back foot go to riffs like that. Like uh, Eleven Islands you had a riff for uh, is it Searching for a Lost Star? Or because Transatlantic Causeway you That's called it. me it out on. Trans, it was Trans, Trans Island Cruiseway where I told you like okay but make the chorus major. Right, right. And right, you right. did it and I was like happy with it but I was just like no we are not ending the album on that vibe <laughs> man. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah. Looking for the Lost Star that's the like that's like the one where Trevor's kind of like scatting isn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah Which yeah. also also sounds like another song. Let's move on to one of the best Wildcat songs of all time. Yes. Ooh. Uh, this is track number eight. This is Works Over. Um, I love this song. It's a great song. I. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Did, did we write the lyrics beforehand, Charlie? We did write the lyrics beforehand. I think uh, mostly. Yeah. I, I know, like, the first three verses were written down. I'm not sure. I feel like the fourth verse was maybe in my head there's like a verse that was improvised but in my, that could very easily be the one where i go works over now let me hear you say works over now there's an amazing joke might meet a girl in a bar meet her in a club we're gonna have sex then we're gonna make love so good 
Uh, this is a memorable I'm gonna get, line. I'm gonna get. Uh, so good. The construction of all the like verses are so funny. I think this is the first. Gonna get dinner, and I don't know how. Yeah, I really do like Works Over. It just has such a good vibe of like, ah, yeah, out of the mine and time to have sex and make love. And maybe eat dinner. Eat steak. Uh, I'm gonna get home. The track I don't know nine. how. Trade. I love this guy. Oh, it's so funny. Okay, yeah. So this is also the beginning of a great run. Yes. Profit yeah. is next. Profit. Profit is the first song that was has no live instrumentation. Yes. And it was completely made in GarageBand with just like kind of like put in a beat and made it quantified. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. text-to-speech to do all the voices. This has happened a couple times in Wildcast, but this was always the best one. Because you got that. too good at programming beats. <laughs> yeah. It's a classic song. It's a friend of the podcast, Brennan. His favorite Wildcat song of all time. For a while, we were talking about whenever Wild, when Wildcats would do a live show, that we were going to do like a full, like choreograph a synchronized dance to this song and have this be our walk-on music. So good. Profit. Uh, all right. Profit. Late dinner in the den. So good. Yeah. Maybe my favorite song on this album is Late Dinner in the Den. It's incredible. What we were trying to do, I'll tell them the name of it, we were trying to do Wildcats Plays the Hits, which we could still try and do. We're still kind of trying to do it, which is all of the re-recorded versions of the songs, like not improvised, taking some of our best songs. And instead of just doing it, we had like a long, like eight-month voting system that went on that was like where we all tried to pick which songs we would do it was truly insane looking back that we weren't just like let's make them and like we made our own private subreddit for it wasn't that a thing I this is why we have a discord no pardon yes yeah this is when this is when we started this this is when Tim quit as just like left the Facebook group as a joke and like then it moved to a subreddit, then it moved to a Slack, then it moved to a Discord, and Tim was, and it was just like, yeah, no, Tim, like, we all still talk every day, but, like, you, like, excuse yourself. He's like, oh, I want to be on it. And we were just like, okay. <laughs> and we were all really proud of Tim for making his way back into the daily t- chat. Yeah. <laughs> but this, this song almost got through the voting thing. This was, like, in the last round of voting. Like, a bunch of songs were solidified, and there was, like, a few slots left and a few songs we had to vote on. And I don't think this one made it. But now I'm thinking, well, let's just make a cover of it and put it on, and who's going to fight me? No, no one's going to. Literally zero people will fight you. <laughs> and you put have all of the my tools mouth. to do it, so. Put that food in my mouth. Chew it till it's all gone. Great. See, this is one of those songs also that makes me think that, like, maybe Wildcats is more for little kids than we originally thought. <laughs> and I'm going to, uh, uh, my, my niece was born yesterday. Yesterday? Congratulations. Yesterday. Wow, congratulations. So I'm going to begin her Wildcats diet as soon as possible. Oh, yesterday as of recording or when the episode comes out? <laughs> Please play. Please play. Blessed baby and how it feels to live as soon as possible. I know. We're just verifying that this isn't a song title for Wildcats. You had an niece born yesterday, right? Yep. My okay. the next generation of my family began. So that's, that's wow. amazing. Welcome to Uncle Town. Population. Like right during Jack White playing a Lollapalooza. Yep. It's a little Lala baby. Godfather Jack White. Amazing. 
congrats. I won't. I won't na- name names, but congrats to the both of them. Yeah, I watched Hook with him. The baby. <laughs> no, no, no the one time baby. Tim went to my house in high school to hang out with me, but I wasn't there, so he just <laughs> hang out with my brother. <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right. Kiss my wife goodnight. So yeah, I just want to point out: works over, profit, late dinner in the den. Kiss my wife goodnight. Literally, this song and the next two songs after it are about sleeping. <laughs> Very important. It's eight hours. It's about eight hours of the, your day, right? So like, this is what it's like when you're a child or a minor. Half <laughs> of all time. It's totally not about children at all. No. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, like the minor, the minor in the name was just a thing we did at the last minute because we had that minors and minors done. <laughs> and then we're like, should we name it Minor's Plight or Minor's Plight? And we decided <laughs> Minor's Plight at the last minute. Okay, this song. This song is the height of melodrama. <laughs> the most insane I don't, I don't know. Song. It's, it's the height of mellow. Uh, have you? Re- <laughs> There's not really a lot of drama in it. It's got uh, the, the, the lyrics. I don't know. Are you looking at the lyrics? Oh. I'll I see you like, where the horses ride all day and where all dead dogs go to play. I guess when I think of melodrama, I think of like emotionally over the top. Well, this is read the lyrics to this fucking song, man. Well, I mean, yeah, but that you didn't reflect it in the music, so I don't really think of this. I song guess. As okay. Sure. I think of it as like mumblecore. Lyrically, the height of melodrama. Through the valley of shadows, through the darkest land, come close to me, my wife. You will, you will feel no more strife if you just open your mouth and I'll give you a kiss. And you give me doubt when you look into my eyes because it always feels like a surprise that you've kissed me. I guess I could also totally see the music in this actually being on a sofa. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I'm gonna all flip over to Spencer's side. Yeah, it, it, it's at least. It, it, at what point it falls on the Wildcast timeline, it is the most melodramatic song <laughs> by far. Uh, and I've, I've I've done other songs like this in you know Cut to the Future. You know, there's songs like Night Swimming. There's songs like Hooking Up with the Seven Princesses of Atlantica. There's you know there's songs that are long and me just going for this vibe. Uh, let's move on to <laughs> so track 12. Sleep with both eyes open. A song very so, much like Ah. Uh, and uh, here comes the rival. Out comes the ringer? Or no. Out, what's the other one? It's whichever one is here come, the... Here come the rivals. Out comes the ringer. Here comes the rivals, man. Yeah. We just talked Pick. about Here this. comes the rival. Here comes the rivals. Because it's another one. Because oh. at the time, we thought of these as the grindcore songs on the album. Correct. They're 30-second yeah. songs, songs. Songs like Prophet and songs like this are traditions that, like, did continue for a bit. Yes, yeah. It, it's funny that because we wanted to make them grindcore songs, but, like, I guess we weren't thinking, or at least I wasn't thinking, like, a lot of the grindcore sound of that actual genre is, like, massively overproduced guitar tracks and stuff. So like we were making like lo-fi grindcore, I guess. <laughs> it's the best. There's probably a named metal genre for what that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no effort grindcore. Um yeah, so this is one of those songs. <laughs> Loud, noisy, bad. <laughs> 
very, very. It like, has yelling, which Tim liked. Yeah, Tim likes the yelling. <laughs> I like screams. I like energy. Yeah. So shoot me. <laughs> All right. Next track, "Hungry Dreams" is great. "Hungry Dreams" one of my <laughs> one of my favorites yeah. for sure. Like, great music, great just dinkiness, great, uh, great vocals. It's amazing. The dinkiness is is so important to Wildcats. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hungry dreams, not always what they seem. Uh, it's yeah, it's it's an incredible song, and it, it's a shame that it comes thirteen tracks in. But hey, it's like "Kiss My Wife Goodnight." It's there for you to enjoy if you want. It's fun. It's kind of like Mars Beans, where the lyrics that are Mars Beans, Mars Beans, they are so mean. <laughs> uh, no, I never made that connection, but yeah, you're right. Man, that song sucks so much. Um, no, you're wrong. Mars Beans is really good. I think I'm just too embarrassed you, to appreciate it. Yeah. So. You didn't do a great job, but you were also on drums. True. I was on drums, really sick. Like, and you didn't do a great job on vocals, but everything else about that song is really good. So, like, I I still really sure. like that song, and I don't mind that like the lyrics aren't interesting. I appreciate like, everyone else's oh, and like performance. that outro is so cool. But we're not talking. About that. We're not talking about Mars Beans. We're talking about Hungry Dreams. Uh, they're not always what they seem. No, they're certainly not. Yeah, great song, Charlie. I'm sure you agree. We've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. The, the song is good. Yes, you know. <laughs> All right, Baby but, Diamond Remix. Yeah, all right. The final Baby song. Diamond Remix is very in the realm of me as Referee Blues. I think both yes. of these were the... Those were the two songs after these albums were done that I was like, no. And the Baby Diamond <laughs> Remix is a song that I skip a lot. Here's the thing. Here's, here's two things about Baby Diamond Remix. First thing is pretty uninteresting, but it's just a fact. I think this is just a song where I liked to do some tapping and I had like a little riff and I just the this was a vehicle for that riff and then I and then I abandon it and just go into nonsensical terrible tapping uh, the second thing that's actually more interesting is I honestly think that we got to Hungry Dreams finished the album I have a memory of this and then we were yeah. not we, we wanted to record more so I think we added the Baby Diamond remix as a like after we were done to, to make one more song that feels like it could be true. I think it's I think it's right. <laughs> but it could also be wrong. Who knows? Consider it part of the Wildcats canon at this point. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Was it a mistake? <laughs> it's hard to really go back and say, you should have done this. Yeah. About Wildcats. There's always mistakes. Yeah. Okay. Which album do you guys like more? Uh, oh boy. Um I think honestly Oh, that's really tough. I listen to stuff from Pigskin Party more, but I think I like stuff from Miner's Plight more, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm just more familiar with Pigskin Party's got hits, but it also is longer and boringer. Yeah. <laughs> I think Miner's yeah. Plight is a better album, but yeah, uh That's how I, I guess I should probably feel. do when putting one of those on, pick Miner's Plight. I, I would pick Miner's Plight over Pigskin. I rarely make that choice. Yeah. Uh so I don't know, but I do think like Miner's Plight both for me it's like a little more the hits to misses ratio is a little higher. Uh mm. or at least the level of hits. Yeah. But also, it's so like 
darker of an album than Pigskin Party is. Right. Like that's true. The yeah, worst it, stuff it, on it, Pigskin Party or the stuff I don't want to hear is still like weird and dinky and like football happy instead of like a song about cold sad minds. Yeah, like that's definitely the downside about it because you know the jovial, exciting thing of Pigskin, you know, with uh, songs just being either yelling. I really like that song, and uh, or just <laughs> it's just that feeling of um, excitement as a team, and then that kind of rounded off end, and then you and then you have Miner's Plight, which is kind of like Miner's not about kids at all, and it's, it's bringing up you know they get out of the mine shaft, they go to go to the bar. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have sex, make love. It's a lot. I agree. It's a lot darker, but in in the sense, I think I enjoy like sitting down and listening to that whole album, and I don't skip any of those songs. Yeah. I kind of like all the songs on Miner's Play, and in Pigskin, I'm kind of like, oh, I love this. This is this is really fun, and then I'm just like, Ugh. yeah, I definitely I give up one. on Pigskin when I'm like, yeah. whenever yeah. I do have that like kind of weird guilty feeling as a Wildcats, as a Wildcat being like. I never go back and listen to the old stuff. I gotta like, I gotta listen to one of the first two albums where it all started. I have to like keep in touch with Wildcats as a whole. Yeah. Right, I do that. Whenever I put on Pigskin Party, I give up and I just like listen to a couple songs and I'm just like, okay, yeah, let's listen to something. Let's listen to Fossil Hunters again. Another thing I will throw out is with the weird speaker issues. I remember pretty firmly that there was a while where. Only Miner's Plight, with some speaker I had, like the external speaker I used in college uh, on my laptop, Miner's Plight completely canceled itself out. That's that's insane. (laughs) So, so like, there was just, like, slight weird, like, during Miner's Plight, but Pigskin Party you could hear, but Miner's Plight didn't make any noise on this speaker. So So funny. And, like, I think a phone I had at some point, too. All right. Should we move on to our special segment? Ooh. Yes, please. Long but awaited and very much so welcomed. Okay. Well, these are the opening albums of all Wildcats, and both of them have great opening tracks. So we decided, after our deep dive reviews of these, we would do a special segment where we each of us are going to give our top three opening tracks on Wildcats albums. Not including Should, intros. Yeah. All right. So, we've all picked our top three favorite opening Wildcats tracks. Our mm-hmm. top three ones, you could say. Top three ones. <laughs> now, for listeners who listen on Spotify more, the intro tracks don't count for this. So, if you want to play along at home, uh, don't count any song that has intro in the name. Yeah, first named yeah. tracks. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to do your own top three track ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's all go around and do our number our number threes. Okay. Ooh, okay. Uh, you can to... say yours is out of order if you want. If, or is yeah, not mine in isn't order. like a firm ranking. You're... It's kind of like three different songs. But I think we should try will... and order them. I think that yeah. I can go first and talk slightly about mine if you want to take some a minute or two to uh, order. Unless you don't. Unless you don't think that's a good idea. But Well, mine's ordered. Okay, minus two. Charlie, you want to take a minute to order yours while me and Adam do ours? Okay. First, let's start. Let's just talk in general about our list. Okay. When I made my list, I basically went through every album and picked every track one that I thought was really good 
And mm. like I tried to whittle them down. At first, I was like, oh, it would be cool to kind of represent different aspects. But then I realized, like, no, I really can't do that. There's too much. Yeah. So all of mine are like, these are the last three where I think I could argue each one of these as the best opening track. Interesting. So like okay. there are other ones where it was just like, that's really cool and something really interesting was done with that. But I don't think I could make the argument that is the best Wildcats opener. But like all of these were about tied where like they're not like representing yeah. like an interesting side. Like, ooh, that, that, that was a cool, in- weird move. It's just like I think they were nailed. Yeah. Did you guys have any funky thoughts making your lists? So I also went and did, I looked at every single album and I used the Wildcats Pick Your Favorite Album uh, oh, right. app. And I went and ranked all of them. And as we've talked about before on the podcast, this app uh, just snowballs and takes up your computer's memory. So by the time I was done, it was using 18 gigs of RAM on my computer. Jesus fucking uh, Wait, you must have your number one at least. Yeah. So, well, but the thing was, when it finished, it was like, because I also started rushing because of the, like, how hot my computer was getting. Uh, (laughs) And so, what I ended up kind of getting is, like, I have what was number one there. But I think now, and after I, like, I basically did that, took the top ten, threw them all onto a playlist, and then whittled it down and I have five that I was having trouble choosing between, and I collapsed several of them into these two are similar vibes and do a diff- similar thing. So I'm going to choose my favorite of them. And I hadn't right. totally decided like which vibe is best, but I think I've decided that now, and I can do my list. Okay. Cool. Does anyone else have cool thoughts they want to share? Should we just get into it? Let's uh, just get into it, Adam. I had, right. I had, I'll say one, just one very tiny thing. I, I had one that I wanted to put in, but I can't really count it as an official first song. Interesting. Let's get, to, mm. let's do Ooh. these, and we'll do. Maybe we can each say a couple honorable mention things later if we want. Definitely. Okay. All yeah. right, Benny. What is your number three? Number three, first album song. How am I, how are we gonna be saying that? Because I want, I want a clear way to say it. Uh, first song on an album, opening track. Okay, that's so much yeah. better. Um, opening. My number three opening track is, and it's like that off of Wildcats World Two. Uh, wow! Ooh. Explain yourself. I will. Uh, there was so much anxiety and pressure and nervousness going into this song because it was the first song we did on Wildcats World Two. The live stream had started. The pressure was on. I knew several people that were watching. Uh, We were in LA. We had spent money to be able to do this. And it was a super fun song. I think it's great. Um, I fuck up a good amount in it based on like trying to come in at the right time with a certain thing. You could listen to it if you want. Uh, You'll know what I'm talking about. No, I'm going to be playing them all. Okay, cool. Then you are listening to them. Um... And yeah, I don't know. It's just it, it's got a great a great vibe to me, a great memory attached to it. It's my number three. Beautiful. Yeah, oh, I'm just listening to it. It's fun. <laughs> it is really good. Uh, I feel like I definitely underestimated it and didn't go back and listen. Like it was one where I was like, I know what this song is when it would come up on the choose your favorite album thing, and I would go like. Eh. It's fun, but it's like a goofy song that I 
don't love. And now I'm thinking like, no, it's more than just a goofy song. It's a very good goofy it's song. It's a good. It's a yeah. really good song. Like when 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 I was waiting for Worlds Two to come out to listen to it again, the mo- the song I was most excited to hear was "And It's Like That." Like far and away. I was because I remembered how much fun we had with it. I remember there were people on the live stream chat coming in and saying, and it's like, <laughs> like it was a fun fucking time. Fun song. That's true. But it's my, only my number three, so let's keep going. I want to hear everyone else. Well, I really like it. Cool. I really like that number three. Thank you. You clearly yeah. hit a blind spot of me and Charlie. <laughs> so I'm glad you did. Cool. All right, who should go next? Okay. I nominate Charlie. Uh, okay, I'll go next. If, if um, you've got wow. if you're good to go. Yeah, I've got my number three. My number three is Big from Big Love. <laughs> God damn it, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> hey, we're, no, we're allowed to have each other. Yeah, that kills okay. two birds with one stone. Well, kind of. I mean, we still have to, we'll still all go around and say it, but yeah, like, yeah. You, you all feel free to talk about them when they're first brought up and just like say a little bit more yeah. if they're on your list later. Okay. Right. And like you can, no, there's no stealing. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Because and if we, it comes up multiple times, that just means it's a really good one. And big yeah. for me is a really, really like incredible song. So we recorded Big Log in the middle of Snow Day, and it just has a huge crew of people on it who are all on like their best on this song. <laughs> ben and Trevor are both singing in like goofy voices yeah. and doing a weird job and the lyrics are crazy. Ben the music laughing. is fun. Uh, such a good pick. Yeah. And the only reason it's number three and not higher is I felt a little weird about it being the opening track of a two song uh, <laughs> single. Yeah. Honestly, that's I, I considered it as well and I thought the same thing and I didn't put it in. But yeah. yeah. It's a great I couldn't not put it it's in. It's a great grab. I'm really glad you put it in, Charlie. Oh, so both of these so far are like, I'm so happy about it because they're both ones where I'm just like, damn, that's a great idea. And it's like, well, at least we all had different ideas. True. I'm going to nominate Tim to go next, <laughs> unless you have something. Well, it's, I, I, we're still doing three, right? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 It's big. I mean, I just, that <laughs> song was so, it's a two song album in Logger. I don't know, give shit about it. But <laughs> big is really funny. Because it's just, just at, like, it has so much energy because it's just Ben and Trevor going back and forth. I'm like, I'm as big as a tree! And then I have this move, and then it's just going, <laughs> right next to it. And I just thought that was such a fun, like, song. It's it a great, it's a great fun. One. I will say, thing. Log is really good. It's just... Yeah. Absolutely so overshadowed by big, yeah, the song big, that is called Big, big Overshadows. <laughs> yeah. It's also such a good name. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. so glad. Yeah. I'm so glad we nailed a song called Big. Yeah. yeah. We, you would think we set ourselves up for failure with that one, but we did actually pull it off. Yeah. Like, pe- honestly, yeah. In the back of people's minds, they thought, like, ah, big. Big law. It's kind of stupid. Nope. It turned out to be amazing. It's fantastic, yeah. <laughs> Well, are- a lot of the monosyllabic syllabic songs are actually pretty good. Yeah. Big, ick, ah, uh, um, <laughs> true. War, war, war. war. Yeah. Adam, uh, do you want to go? All right, go for it. Number my th- number three. So this one maybe will surprise you guys. I don't know. There's a lot of classic 
opening tracks and things like that. But when it came down to my final three and stuff, I really was just like, you know, there's nothing wrong with these three songs. There's They never drop the ball for a little bit. They're great. My number three yeah. is Zuckerville. Great. Oh, great choice. Great choice. Zuckerville is the opening track of What Comes Next, an album that started just Ben and Charlie and then Mitch came for like the last three or four tracks or something like that. And I think maybe only like two. I thought only one. It's possible. Two, no, I, I think, think it, I think right. it's two. I think it's <laughs> I think it's Uncanny Valley and Dogecoin. Yeah. Because another thing I was thinking about with these opening tracks was like, are there any albums that are really defined by their opening tracks to me? And yeah. I think what comes next totally is. I think Zuckerville is the best song on that album. I think it's really good. And it's like sets the tone so well like Mm -hmm. those are the exact it's the exact kind of wildcat song that we would have a danger of being really boring on but i don't think it's boring and the lyrics are like really interesting and funny and fun yeah it's so i I think it's really good zuckerville was in my top five as well and maybe it was even higher but i'm switching it out for its alternate uh but (laughs) <laughs> now that you've picked it and that was my plan the whole time i was like adam's probably gonna pick zuckerville so it's alternate is gonna be ready i hope he doesn't say it after me uh but zuckerville um there's a lot of yeah there's just like a lot about this song that's great to me it's also part of uh on this album ben and i recorded like songs in three song chunks where we would switch instruments and do it all as one like solid take and so it's actually like if you listen to the intro it goes into zuckerville and then it goes into like justice's binary or whatever and i think like the fact that zuckerville came out as like such a solid fully fledged song when it was like it's not like some of these intros where they got the most time to like goof on the riff because someone was goofing on a riff while like someone was setting stuff up still this is a song that like there was a loop on a keyboard that i set up during a different song and then moved to a different station and started singing and everything was like super improvised and it worked out too well it's so beautiful i love the vibe of it it's just like so dystopian but nice and like, like i think like the song is kind of about that that like yeah it's, the future's too comfortable dive right in the content <laughs> is warm <laughs> so good oh, so good all right should we move on to yeah. spencer's number two opening track what about ben's are we doing ben's i'm gonna do him as a call in later okay yeah okay um okay my number two song uh of of first songs on albums is miles and miles of salt off of 11 islands god damn it (laughs) sorry that was my alternate for zuckerville (laughs) oh wow sorry buddy guess who else's number two that is damn (laughs) we we all thought we were being cool it's a fucking amazing song and it's such a good opener for the new album 11 islands fantastic yeah. we all the only, love it clearly the only reason it was an alternate for me is because it's so new that i'm like worried i have a recency bias towards it but i am amazed this sounds like shitty as hell for me to say but like i'm amazed at the lyrics i pulled off oh, and everything yeah 
and I was I was actually talking. I'm very proud of it. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I just want to say I was talking to Adam about this in the kitchen the other day in our shared kitchen. Uh, that the lyrics have a very comeback tracky vibe, and to, to, to the listeners who don't know what that means, comeback track last song on Wildcats Worlds has our four hundredth. Yes, our. Did four- we say this is on Eleven Islands yet? Yes, I said I said okay. originally and immediately. Um, it has like a very like sort of negative like vibe to it, kind of like a almost like a meanness. I don't know where it's like. I, I'm comparing the lines to like uh, uh, I'm not what is it Adam the lines I'm not alone as long as I'm here with me is that right I'm not alone as long as I'm here with me yeah okay oh the yeah the Miles and Miles see I will say I don't necessarily get that vibe from Miles and Miles of Salt I don't think I don't see him as talking to someone really in that song right like I definitely yeah. know what you mean on comeback track where he's just like leaving someone alone isn't bad if you're not sorry right, or whatever right. the line is in comeback track but for me this is just like uh, being alone like an isolation dealing track. with it right here's yeah what I, really, I, I agree with that here's what I really like about Miles Miles song and why it like as I like listened to it and just comparing it I was just like well like is it better than these songs is it better than that song this song's three and a half minutes this vibe usually is like five and a half minutes <laughs> when yeah. we do it we hardly ever have a song like this that has no wasted moments, but I really think this song does not waste any time at all. I agree. It starts right away, like it actually has a structure to it and it doesn't like doesn't go A B A B A B too many times. Like it's it's so perfect. There wasn't a wasted moment on it. I couldn't there were other songs I was looking at where like I was like, oh that's good. Do we do the vibe better there? Oh I don't know, but it's like, ah, oh, that one fell flat. Miles and Miles of Salt does not fall on its face at all. Everyone everyone knows what to do at every point. There's a no point where someone doesn't know what to do. Yeah. No, it's great. I mean, and it totally sets the tone for the album so well, and it's like not as much of a bummer as I was afraid it was going to be. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's, it's perfect. Uh, that's why we all chose it. <laughs> I mean, Tim. Except Tim. Tim, what's your pick? What's your number two? Uh, for number two, uh, this is going to be kind of weird, but Seeking My Socks. Interesting. Interesting. Ooh. Yeah. I think it's kind of like a hush hush album because I don't we really never talk about laundry, but that has some cute songs on it and uh, Laundry came out the same day as Big Log, right? On Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of got overshadowed, (laughs) like Cabela and Halo coming out at the same time. (laughs) Classic enemies. Yeah. Classic enemies. Yeah, Yeah, just that song, it's just it's a cute little. It's a song with a cute little keyboard lick and. Well, now I'm gonna have messy, to go listen to it. I'm excited. Messy backing and then Charlie and everyone just like, socks, 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 socks. Yeah. <laughs> Seeking yeah. my socks. That yeah. album, that EP, does have some of the best track titles. I'm just gonna read them all right now because <laughs> they're so good. Laundry, the EP. Seeking my socks. I hope I don't fuck this up. Oh God, are my shoes in there? And hot change. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Hot change is a really bad song because Charlie didn't realize my microphone was screwed up through the whole. Well, you were singing into the back of it. It wasn't an omnidirectional oh, yeah, mic, and you sat down on the wrong side of it. Yeah, yeah that's a classic problem hear. with that mic is having to tell people that's not omnidirectional. Grabbing them and pulling them. Yeah, yeah. yeah Happened yeah. a lot on Eleven Islands. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah but Seeking right. Socks is my number two. Wonderful. Pick. That's a good one. Fun one. 
Should I? Should we get to our number ones first, or should we say Ben's number ones first? First. Ooh, I might like to hear Ben's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now we're going to patch in a call from a our friend. Let's see what his top three is. Ben, take it away. Hey guys, longtime listener, first time caller. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that my top three favorite opening tracks from Wildcats albums are one government issue balaclava from antarctic internship two bowler bombs from wildcats worlds uh quick aside i know that for a long time i was really down on that song and i was just really really wrong it's so good and three uh dogs in a fucked up zone from time travel and other drugs I feel like it's just so heavy, and even though we, like, totally fucked up the recording, the energy of it still just totally transfers. Um, And I love hearing the electric drums through the room mic. I think that was, like, a really, really cool editing choice that Charlie made. Anyway, hope you have a good episode. Bye. Wow, thanks for your top three, Ben. (laughs) Yeah, great. Those are those are awesome. Yeah, Thanks, man. I guess. <laughs> Glad, great to hear from you. Okay, but now to our number ones. Damn. Starting at Spenny. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Lay it out. My number one song that is an opening track. Opening track. You guys ready for it? Hope yeah. so. Yeah. My number one is "How Long Is the Wait" off of Lost <laughs> Restaurants EP. <laughs> I was thinking about that mm-hmm. one. That is a good one. That's one of my favorite <laughs> Wildcat songs of all time. Uh, and yeah, there it is. You have it. Uh, not a lot of people listen to this album. Um, I think it's fantastic. This song makes me feel great. That's, that's not true. It's just I, how long is the way? I just love it. Uh, I think it's it's got a lot of uh, great rock and action. Why, why? I don't know why I can't really say much about the song. I just I don't know. Well, Spencer, do you have anything else to say about how long is the way? You just love it. I here. I, I'll say this. Yeah. Crazy pick. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I just it's just a song that I, I go listen to it. You know what? If you're a listener. Go listen to How Long Is The Wait off the Lost Restaurant CP. Give it some love. I think that Charlie's vocals Absolutely. are fantastic. I think that it's one of the only songs that Brennan plays drums on. It is, well, it is the only song Brennan plays drums on, I think. Uh, he does a great job. I think all the instrumentation's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was one of those, when I was looking, and it was like... Because it's one of those that like I have no idea that it's the opening song on that album because right. I don't remember the track order. There's two intros, like, yeah. Ooh, yeah. How long is the wait? Is the opening track? That's a. It could could have been very easy for like Lost Restaurant CP to just get dropped off of my like map here. For sure. And now it's like, okay, I can't ignore Lost Restaurant CP. Did you think it's, when you saw when you realized that that was the first song? Did you think, oh, Spencer's probably going to pick that? I did not. Okay. I've talked, about, you did. I've talked to you about. I've talked to you about. Yeah, multiple times. 
Yeah, now that you say it, it makes a ton of sense. Yeah. <laughs> I never would have picked it. I still I still yeah. would never pick it. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, that's just... <laughs> when when, yeah, when it was enough, originally yeah. discussed that this would be the segment, I instantly knew that that was my number one. That's so good. Yeah. All right. Chuck, your number one. Okay. My number one, um, it's not the number one I got from the app, mm-hmm. but I think it's the number one I'm most happy with. Uh or whatever. It's bills, bills, bills. How am I gonna pay for <laughs> no this off of ER fucking way. Really? I here here's what I'll say. Not that much crazier than how long is the wait. Yeah, but I I, <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I'm not shocked that you think it's crazy. Like, at this point I know that you don't <laughs> like that album. To me, I had no idea that Charlie felt this way about ERP, so I can't okay, yeah, wait. Let's. This is all fucked up. Should, Talk about fucked up. Should songs. we all say our number ones and then fight? Really quiz Charlie <laughs> on like you think that song is better than this one? Yep. Okay. Okay. Fine. <laughs> all right. You can you can say a little bit about it now, but I we I have to try to take you to task on this. So um, there's a couple of reasons that it's here. Um, one is. It's one of the few, uh, and I think I presume some of other people's. Can I just wait till after everyone goes? Because yes. I think oh, yeah. we'll probably talk about yeah. the ones I'm want. comparing it to. Okay, Tim. Oh, okay. Well, um, my number one is Rats, comma Tunnels. Wow, wonderful! I was considering that one. It's a great because song. like that's an album without an intro. And that's kind of like a true. It's straight. It's, it's good, pure, and it's yeah. a true. First it really song. is track one. <laughs> yeah, it really and it's is off of, track it, one. It's off of Into the Rat Tunnel. Yes, Into the Rat Tunnel. Rat's Tunnel. Yes. It's a, it's like probably one of the best songs where I'm playing bass and singing at the same time and not <laughs> fucking up, and also like singing okay because usually I always get like when I'm playing bass, I'm horrible at stringed instruments, so it's just like. I always focus on that and not the singing, but I sang it with it, and it turned out pretty good. Everyone was really on top of that song. It's super solid, high energy, two minutes, 50 seconds, Yeah, which I feel like is great for an opening track, just like Mm -hmm. blasts high energy through two minutes and 50 seconds with like solos and everything. I'm really proud of us for that song. I wish... I wish I gave it a full listen today when I was going through and I listened to chunks of it and I'm like, yes, I remember Rat's Tunnels, yeah. but a full listen would have been fun. I listened to it like three days ago. It's a good song. Great song. Yeah. It's a great, great song title as well. Because whenever you explain it to people, you're like, I really like this one song off this Rat album and you gotta go, Rat, pause, Tunnels? <laughs> and then they go, what? Yeah. Like, Rat's comma Tunnels. You always have to explain it to them. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it, and I'll save my honorable mention after yeah. we drill. Charlie. That's a great song, Tim. Thanks. But is it as great <coughs> as my number one? Let's see. <laughs> I don't know. My number one. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna mention any songs that haven't been mentioned already. Interesting. But like, you look at songs like "Rats Tunnels," "Government yeah. Issue Balaclava," things like "Dogs in a Fucked Up Zone." These are all classic tra- opening tracks. Like we, I've all talked about and talked about at the time. Like, it's so great. 
Government issue balaclava, that one was also really hard to be like, when I first heard government issue balaclava, my mind was blown. I did not understand how you guys did that. Right. But listening back on it now, I just feel like it doesn't hold up as much. Yeah. My number one is a master's picnic from Puppy Goes to Hell. Wow. That was going to be my other number one. That's what I was thinking about. That was my alternate for Bills, Bills, Bills. Uh, See, okay. I, Adam, I I assumed you were going to do a master's picnic. Yeah, I knew you were going it's, to do a master's picnic. It makes me happier than any other opening track. Like, I just get so pumped to listen to Puppy Goes to Hell as soon as we hear it. It doesn't wait. It blew my mind also. It's the same length as Miles and Miles of Salt. Like, that was <laughs> one of the reasons Miles and Miles of Salt got went up yeah. there. Because I was just like, Master's Picnic is so great. It's, like, so tight. High energy. Has different structure. Has a, has a real structure. Has different sections. It's dynamic. Yeah. Everyone's on. Like, two people are singing. Like, it's the introduction of the voice live, which sounds <laughs> insane. The chords are cool. Like, everything about it is really cool. And then I was like, wait, Miles and Miles of Salt is the same length as that? That was a little treat. Yeah. But it's okay. I, All right. I'm going to start with this, Charlie. If your number one alternate is a master's picnic, so which do you think pic- is better, that or your number two? A mas- So let me explain my process a little bit. A master's picnic was my number one from the app. Um, ah, I see. And then I went and went, okay, Zuckerville and Miles and Miles are both these chill intros which is an important type of song. And Bills, Bills, Bills and a Master's Picnic are both super high-energy uh, intros. That, And I was having trouble deciding which one I would choose. One of the factors was I was 99% sure you were going to choose a Master's Picnic. <laughs> uh, yeah. And yeah. another factor is... Um, one, I really do like E-R-E-P... Um, I think Bills, Bills, it's a very like high energy album and very rocky or whatever. There was a lot of people on the album, wasn't there? Yeah, I think so. I'm trying to look at the picture, but the picture is too small. Five people? Um, yeah, five. That's a good amount. (laughs) Uh, the nice odd number. But Bills, Bills, Bills was or especially fun to me it's a very like energy filled song i really enjoy spencer's vocals on it um it's got yelling which tim loves um <laughs> it does. and it's i think listen the reason i chose it was i was trying to decide which one bills 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 in a master's picnic was the winner of this like two minutes before we started <laughs> and i was popping into random seconds of both of them. And there's parts of a master's picnic where the voice live isn't working totally great. If you don't have the full context of the line, it gets a little weird. Bills, bills, bills. If you ignore how long it takes for vocals to start, uh, I feel like runs nice and smoothly. And once it picks up, it goes. And I enjoyed that. I think I, I kind of disagree with, the voice live doesn't like work well at points. I feel like the part where it's only the voice live in Master's Picnic, it's working great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it ever fucks up, it is when I am also singing. Yeah. And that's where I tuned into and was just like starting in the middle of this like bar. It sounds not 
great in the I same love, way Bill's voice I absolutely Bill's love every twinge of the voice live on a master's picnic. Yeah. Like I don't I think it I think personally the parts you think sound not great, I think sound great, which is probably how Spencer feels about um how long is the wait. And like here's yeah. the thing. Uh, I think they sound great when you're actually listening to them in context. But I had to have a reason. <laughs> it's not a good argument, but not, it is like really how not. I chose. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think Bills, Bills, Bills is the best opening track on a Wildcats album? Like, that is tough. Saying that <laughs> sentence is really hard. But I also I'm calling didn't totally... There's no fucking way you think that that's the best opening song. <laughs> right? okay. There's no way. Literally zero But I way. also didn't feel that about like i also wouldn't have felt comfortable saying a master's picnic is the best opening track and that's why i went zuckerville that's why i had i wasn't ranking them when we started because i couldn't choose which vibe i liked better and at the end of the day i like big more than either of the other two songs (laughs) or four songs on my list but because it's not i felt a good opener should be opening the vibe of the album, like Zuckerville does, like I feel like Bills, Bills, Bills does. A Master's Picnic does as well, um, and so does Miles and Miles. But Are you big. sacrificing quality for obscurity? I don't think so. I was honestly, like, for a little while thinking of taking EREP down because of its obscurity. Okay. But... It's. I don't know if I would stand by it now, but I stood by putting it above a master's picnic. <laughs> All right. Hey. Before we started. Well, recording. you know what? Guys, it's canon. Was surprised he knows to see what it. he likes. I was surprised to see it when I saw it, but <laughs> Charlie, you don't owe it, anyone any explanation. You know what you like. That's how I feel. Love it about my answer for number one. I don't. Agree. All right. Let's get into honorable mentions. Because yes. I there's a lot of stuff where it like almost it really broke my heart that when I went back and listened to yeah. the songs, I was just like, I can't do it. I can't say Zucker that my molasses is better than Zuckerville. Right. Yeah. I like when I started. There was a few that jumped out where I was like, these have, are going to be on my list. My molasses is gonna be on there. Enter the Dragon, Exit the Gift Shop is gonna yeah. be on there. I was like, uh, honestly, I, I was really hoping I could figure out how to get envelopes in space on my yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Both of the dearest pen pal start with such good yeah. openings. Hey, baby, I'll take yeah. those fucking honorable mentions any day. Those are great. I think, like, the thing about Enter the Dragon, Exit the Gift Shop is the same as my molasses, where, like, those songs themselves have great intros. But I can't actually say the songs that come after them are like better than some of the other songs on my short yeah. list. Yeah. Also, my last honorable mention, I think it was the last one. Or oh, I also had War up there, but I, I listened back and was like, I can't do it. I think for me, War and Sunrise are both similar where it's like, I love these, right? And what it is is I really love the reprises of them. <laughs> yeah, and- yeah, exactly. Oh, I do think I do really. I think War is great at hitting the most insane vibe that we actually managed to carry through all of War Side One. Right. <laughs> but it is just like uh, this song has like a lot of nothing going on. My last one that I like, I think it was the one I took out the the last that got Zuckerville on there. I was deciding between Zuckerville and Venus and Flowers. Oh, Ooh, that was up there for me too. Venus and Flowers is really good, but it just. What ultimate like it's really good. It's like a really cool vibe, and I think 
Farming the Final Frontier, that's what it's the, from. We did a good job of giving that vibe its own, or that album its own vibe. And it started yeah. with Venus and Flowers and it went really well. But listening to Zuckerville and Venus and Flowers, Venus and Flowers wastes time and Zuckerville doesn't. So I just had to give it to Zuckerville. Yeah, makes sense to me. Honorable mention. Can buddies? I ask a question, Adam? Yeah. Did you ever even consider Bills, Bills, Bills? I mean, I went and like listened to some of every track one, and there yeah. was no way that was even getting near <laughs> my shortlist. <laughs> I think the vibe is gross. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's. I think it's I think it's very near the kind of vibe my dirgy rockiness that you hate, and yeah. it's a good version of that. And I think it is. I will say it's maybe a great. If there's a great version of that, it is Bills, Bills, Bills. I'll give you that. I do like the guitar. Like, I like the guitar tone on it. Yeah, throw Charlie a bone. Like, I, th- I think he you did a good Bills, job Bills, on the guitar Bills. tone. I think the vocals do sound good and everything like that. So I'll give you that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> my honorable mentions, um, I think they weren't going to make it on because they didn't deserve it. And also because we were already talking about them this episode, but first day of school and I'm a minor were oh, yeah. hard ones to cut out. Um, Spencer has said dogs in a fucked up zone is one of his honorable mentions. Ben put it on his list and I got to say dogs in a fuck up zone for me is such a tragic song yeah, that's, because that's the fucking thing. I forgot to record Spencer's vocals so we had to record him through a room mic and honestly that makes the drums so weird and it just like fucks up the mix of that song in a way that bums me out a little bit if it if it had been the way that i heard it that we all heard it when it was being recorded it would definitely be my number two probably i still won't say it's my number what would would be my number one because i know how long is the wait would always be my number one but uh it when we were recording it in LA, I felt like this is one of the best Wildcat songs ever. And then when the the yeah. tragedy struck, I was so sad because <laughs> it just does not. It, it, you what you did with it was great. I, I I applaud you for your ability to eke something out of it, salvage something. But it will just never have that same energy and power that it had in the room when we were doing it. Which is yeah, you know. Regrettable, but literally nothing we can do about it now. Another honorable mention I would like to give is for um, Caught in a Web. Oh, that, that's of one of my honorable mentions. Four Bugs as well. That Got Hurt. It was one of those where when I saw the album and saw what the number one was on it, I was just like, ooh, that's going to make this interesting. Yeah. And it didn't make it interesting enough to make it onto my top, but it's a good song. Yeah. It's got. Um, me, Ariel, and Mitch all singing on it. It's yeah, it's a great song. That was that's a. I, I did look at Four Bugs, and I was just like, "Ooh, that's one of the classic examples for me." Of I think the intro is really is like my favorite song on the album, and so I was yeah. like, "Oh, I can't do that as the mind." And I probably didn't even think too much about Cotton Web because I was just like, "Oh, the intro is the one I really love on that one." Whoops, good mention, good mention. Anyone else got mentions? Ah, uh, yeah, I got a couple honorable mentions here um one i really wanted to it almost was my number one but um i went with rats tunnels i just really enjoyed that song more uh but uh with the windows down 
from Cars, but with the yeah. stereo on. Ooh, really that's one that I one. took down. But like once I got, yeah, that first half of that song is just so sad. Like <laughs> it's a twelve and a half minute song, and we finally find something great six minutes in. And I will yeah. say, the second half of that song is definitely one of my all time favorite Wildcats songs. Yeah. Yep. I feel you. On it's that. a song I roll the windows down. I roll the windows down to listen to that song. The first half of it, are you playing drums, I'm banging on an acoustic bass, and Ben is playing keyboard percussion? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah, so here's what happens. I'm doing drums and singing. Uh, or a yeah. keyboard, drums, and singing. Ben is doing a synth, but he's only hitting one note. He's only going, bow, 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 bow. Yeah. And then you're doing extra percussion by hitting, like, a bass... In a, the very a beginning, homemade acoustic bass. Yeah, yeah, with a hammer. But in the very beginning, I kind of like that. But here's the thing: is I was d- doing the drums and the singing, and I really couldn't do both of those. Yeah, and I was just like, <clears throat> Charlie, man, like I really yeah. need you to like help us out a little more. And then Charlie goes over to a keyboard, and I throw on a keyboard beat, and then we're both playing keyboard and both, and he <laughs> and like he's singing. Yeah, it's and a it gets song. so good, but it was classic. It's like this setup will be fine. We'll be at all yeah, these yeah. stations, and it'll be fine. And it was just like, fuck, we were wrong. And Charlie uh, had to switch stations in the middle <laughs> to save the song. I know it's goofy. It was just so messy. That's why it wasn't my number one. But I enjoyed I enjoyed that song a lot. But my other honorable mentions are um, "Fuck Man" is like Tony Soprano in a way from Fossil Hunters versus "Fuck Man." Great song. <laughs> I think that's a great song, and. Uh, Another one is Sunrise. Mm. It is good, but I think part part two is better. I don't know. Just something about that song just feels feels good. My I do think I, I think Sunrise and Sunrise Part Two are like close. I think Sunrise yeah. is really good. Mm. I just I couldn't give it I couldn't give it the prize. Yeah, no, I honorable mention really goes more towards. Like if anything, Fossil Hunters of Man, definitely. <laughs> I got, I got two more honorable mentions. I won't really talk that much about them, but here they are. If if that's cool. Uh never thought I'd kiss a stoner. Throw throw Mitchell throw Ooh. Mitchell a little love. I think that that song was really fun. Sixteen songs to make out to is one of my favorite mm-hmm. albums of ours. Um I think that was a really fun track. Uh and then Crying at Dog Tracks off of fifteen songs to break up to. I think crying at dog tracks is like an insane vibe. Um, <laughs> it was a hard one for me to deal with. Yeah, it wasn't ever going to get in my top twenty. But yeah, it it was a big competitor. It's fun. It's yes, yeah, it's, it's weird and fun. I'm tapped out on <laughs> on opening tracks. I think. Yeah, if I had to pick between the fifteen and sixteen opening tracks, I would definitely go with sixteen songs as opening tracks. It's so dinky and funny. Yeah, <laughs> never thought I'd kiss a stoner. It's so weird and funny. Yeah, it's great. It's incredible. Crying at dog tracks, you get a little melodrama in there. Melodrama for sure, but just like that opening <laughs> opening piano is is incredible. <laughs> uh, wow, we talked lots of good Wildcat songs. Yeah, we talked a yeah. lot about a lot, and we. I'll have- try sure and get did. this episode length down up. Somewhat. No, <laughs> that's fucking raw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, hell yeah. Raw, raw. All right, okay. Raw oh. audio hungers. Yeah. To be oh, Charlie. Uh huh. Should I give one more clap? I'm gonna give one more clap to Yitty Yeti Yitty Yikes off of What a World We Live Trevor, In. Trevor, will we please wow, that choice? Charlie. He loves that song. And yeah, just dad, in my opinion, really doesn't stack up. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, it doesn't yeah, stack Bill's up. Bill's Bill's is way better. <laughs> yeah, but with that last <laughs> dismal clap, I think that's a good time to just, you know, 
Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Find us on social media and see you next week. We'll be back with another musical. Oh, man. Bye-bye. I bet people are excited for it. Bye-bye.